there's nothing quite like a Canadian winter. The majestic scenery when the trees are weighed down after a fresh blanket of snow. The joy of heading outside for super fun winter activities with your friends and family. Those brutally cold days with bright blue skies, brisk winds, and squeaky snow. And what about the cold sweat you break in when you open that heating bill? It's no wonder many of us feel the chill when we talk about heating costs. Did you know that close to two-thirds of the energy consumed in Canadian homes is used for heating and cooling? That's right, but there might be a warm light at the end of that cold, dark tunnel. Scientists and engineers at Natural Resources Canada believe a promising technology can help reduce your energy consumption, the heat pump. What are heat pumps? How do they work? Why is everyone talking about them? And are they right for you? Stay tuned to find out. Welcome to a new episode of Simply Science, the podcast that talks about the amazing scientific work that our experts at Natural Resources Canada are doing. My name is Joel Houle. And I'm Barb Yusina. Welcome, everyone. We have a really interesting episode for you today. We'll be talking about two things that are near and dear to my heart, staying warm and saving energy. Well, that brings up a really interesting question, Barb. How do you stay warm? Like, what kind of heating system do you have in your home? Well, you know what? I'm not 100% sure, and that's pretty terrible because I should know these things. But we have two giant metal boxes outside and <laughs> one big old furnace inside. So I'm going to say natural gas. What uh, about you? Well, you have a really interesting setup there. Um, for us, we have natural, a natural gas furnace at home. And have you ever thought about getting a heat pump? Oh, that's a good question. Like, to be honest, I don't fully understand heat mm. pumps. Like, I, every time I try to do some research on it, it seems like I have more questions than answers. It's one of the reasons why I thought maybe doing a podcast on that subject would be, like, a good idea. Yes, and we have just the right person today. She really knows her heat pumps. You know, someone tried to explain it to me years ago by saying a heat pump simply grabs cold air from the outside and brings it in to heat your house. And that was years ago, and I'm still confused, so I'm sure our guest will do a much better job of explaining things. Well, she's going to have fun dealing with our confusion, that's <laughs> for sure. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to speaking with our guest. Should we bring her out? Yeah, let's do it. Joining us today is Sneha Bernard. She is the project lead for the LEAP team. Sneha, Welcome. Thank you. It's uh, nice to be here. Perfect. Can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and maybe what a LEAP team is? <laughs> sure, I can do that. Um, so my name is Sneha Bernard. I'm, as you mentioned, I'm a project lead on the Local Energy Efficiency Partnerships team here at NRCAN. That's, that's what LEAP stands for. So um, LEAP is a really small team that works in sort of this tech-to-market or innovation adoption space. Um, and we help new technologies make it from the lab into the hands of industry. And in turn, we sort of bring back industry needs to the lab that helps to guide future research. Um, part of our work over the next few years, part of my work is building um, knowledge tools, uh, resources, and guides that sort of facilitate the adoption of heat pumps across Canada and help Canadians transition off 
fossil fuel space heating for their homes. Um, we try to make sure that industry has the best products and the tools available um, that they need to size, select, and install cost-effective systems and help people stay comfortable in their homes. So my personal background is in engineering, um, and throughout my career, I've worked in utilities, I've worked in consulting, and in sort of designing incentive programs for um, energy efficient technology across Ontario. And uh, now I'm, I'm at NRCAN. I'm so glad that you're here with us today because I think many people across the country have questions about heat pumps. I mean, we've been talking about them, we've seen them mentioned in the media, you know, um, but we don't, I'm speaking for myself here now, I don't know a lot about them. So can we just start with the basics a little bit? Can you uh, describe to me uh, maybe a bit about what does a heat pump look like? How does it work? Sure, yeah. So I can start with um, sort of the basics of what a heat pump is. So simply put, a heat pump is a device that transfers heat from one location to another. Um, I think it's a lot easier for people to understand when you think about how your refrigerator or your air conditioner op air conditioner operates. Um, a heat pump really works on very similar principles. So in the heating mode, it extracts heat from the outdoor air, uh, what we call the source, and it pumps it into your home, which is what we call the sink, uh, to heat your living space. And in the cooling mode, the reverse happens where the heat pump extracts heat from inside your home and it pumps it to the outside environment, uh, cooling your indoor living space. So kind of in a nutshell, that's, that's how it operates. Um, there's an indoor unit and then there's uh, the outdoor unit typically, um, and there's various different configurations that we can that we can talk more about as well. Um, so heat pumps are definitely much more efficient than traditional furnaces, and there's several reasons for that. Um, I think that it's most fundamental. It's because you can't capture 100% of the energy uh, when you're combusting a fuel for for space heating. But heat pumps use energy, so typically electricity, to transfer heat from one location to to another. So for every unit of electrical energy that you're using, the heat output or the heat equivalent um, can be about two to four times as much. So they're much more efficient than than traditional furnaces in some ways. So the most common type of heat pump in Canada tends to be air source heat pumps. Um, I think there's almost 800,000 installs across the country. Uh, that's the, the last stats that I checked. Um, ground source heat pumps, commonly called geothermal heat pumps, can also be viable in certain applications. Um, there's many different configurations of heat pumps. So there can be sort of these centrally ducted systems that go in your furnace room, uh, sort of an alternative to a to a standard you know, forced air furnace, um, and they connect to your ductwork. Um, there's mini splits that sort of condition individual zones or individual rooms and aren't connected to your ductwork. Uh, if you have radiant or in-floor heating, um, air-to-water systems can be an option too. So there's really a lot of configurations, and it really depends on, you know, sort of the best application for your home and, and for your needs. So there seems to be a lot of options when it comes to heat pumps. Like in what situation is a heat pump right for a, a certain individual? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, I think they can be a good choice for really a wide range of homes and regions. Um, the most important thing is to choose a system that's that's well suited for your specific home and, and for your specific needs. Um, a lot of people are looking at heat pumps kind of at the end of their existing HVAC system's life. So, you know, your furnace may be on its last legs or your air conditioner breaks down and, and that's when that's the time that you're considering an upgrade. Um, we're also seeing a lot of people who are considering the long-term savings potential, um, especially kind of with the rise in fuel prices and, you know, the, the increase in, in utility bill costs, um, especially if you're in oil, propane, or like electric resistance heat, there is the, the potential of saving money in your utility bills. And that's, 
um, obviously a, a big appeal for a lot of people. Um, some people also consider a heat pump not to fully sort of offset their existing furnace or their existing heating system, but just to sort of partially offset um, their their heating or cooling load. So sometimes you may not have AC, but you put in a heat pump just to meet that air conditioner load and use it for a little bit of heat in the in the winter as well. Um, and then another popular choice is especially when you're doing new additions to your home or adding sort of a new condition space to your home. Uh, mini splits can be a great option here if you're just looking for sort of a smaller and, and more isolated space. So I think there's lots of scenarios where a heat pump can be a good choice for you. Yeah, very interesting. I think, uh, you know, one of the, you did mention the, the energy savings that people can look forward to. So we'll get to that in a minute. But um, talking about the different configurations of heat pumps, um, I didn't realize that they could come in so many different configurations. And I'm wondering, you know, what are some of the factors a person should be considering when they're shopping for purchasing and installing a heat pump? Yeah, so it's, Definitely important to do your homework before getting your system installed or before you make any purchases. Um, we recommend the first thing you should do is complete an energy audit of your home, and that provides a lot of valuable information to, to you. Um, an energy audit helps determine your home's heating load and um, helps you identify ways to bring that, that load down, maybe by things like weather stripping or re-insulation or upgrading your building envelope. Um, and your home's heating load is definitely one of the most important determining factors in what size and what type of heat pump you ultimately get. Um, you can determine if you want your new system to meet the full heating load or just partial load. Um, some people just choose to sort of offset that cooling load to their air conditioner with, with a heat pump when it's time for an upgrade. Uh, and you can also consider what configuration of system is right for you. So some people may opt for a wall-mounted system that's not connected to your home central ductwork. Um, others may opt for a centrally ducted system if your air distribution system can handle it. Um, you may also want to consider what your backup heat source will be. So some people choose to leave their furnace in place, and this is a this is called a hybrid system. Um, others may opt for a fully electric system with electric backup heat as well. So there's really a lot of choices here. Um, I think a hybrid system with a gas furnace could be a good choice if your ductwork is too small for uh, the heat pump to meet the full the full heating load. Um, when you're making this selection, it's also really important to work with a contractor who can explain these various costs and these options to you and sort of translate some of that more complex technical material um, so that it's, it's easier for you to digest. Um, if you're applying for any sort of rebate or incentive program, just making sure you meet all the eligibility requirements and complete all of those, like the, the paperwork that's required. Um, so I think there's sort of this conception that heat pump systems are, you know, wildly more expensive than furnaces, but it really helps to think of it in terms of the cost of replacing both your furnace and the AC, because realistically, a heat pump does both. It provides cooling in the summer and heating in the winter as well. Um, when you also factor in things like rebates and incentive program, this goes a long way to bringing down the capital costs um, and really makes the, the system much more, much more affordable and much more of a viable choice for, for a lot of Canadians. Um, so, I mean, I just want to reiterate, I think the, the most important thing is to really start planning early and talk to an energy advisor, talk to a contractor. Don't wait until kind of that winter storm, you know, furnace breakdown, emergency replacement scenario where you kind of have to take whatever is available. Um, with, and that might not necessarily be the most cost effective or comfortable option. So when we talk about energy savings, are we talking about reducing the amount of energy consumption or are we talking about energy savings from a monetary standpoint? It can be both. Um, the 
energy savings from a monetary standpoint depends a lot on what your current heating system is and also sort of your the the grid in your jurisdiction and what um, you know the, the current fuel costs are. Um, I think there's a lot of scenarios, especially if people are heating their homes on oil with propane um, with electric resistance heat, where you will see savings on your on your utility bills, which can be a big benefit for for some people. Um, and like I mentioned, heat pumps are also just a more efficient technology than a lot of these systems. So even compared to an existing electric um, system like an electric furnace or electric resistance heat, um, they are more efficient and, and you do see those cost savings. Good to know. Um, one of the reasons, really, we wanted to do a podcast on heat pumps is that it, there seems to be it, it's very it's a very popular topic right now. Um, you know, in the media as well as the government environment that we find ourselves in on our end. So I'm just curious, like, why do you think it's so popular right now? Yeah, um, I think part of it is, is that we've all just spent a lot more time in our homes in the last couple of years. Um, and people are starting to demand better comfort and better performance from all of their systems. And, and you know, their heating system is, is definitely one of those. And we're also just kind of thinking more about all of the integrated systems that make up our home. Um, I definitely find from, from talking to, you know, sort of friends and family that people are really starting to think more about the energy use and the carbon emissions of their homes. Um, and the reality is space heating is a massive there's a massive sport source of uh, greenhouse gas emissions across Canada. Um, I think it's something like 50 to 60% of the energy consumption of your home is in space heating. So if you're looking to make, to find efficiencies in that area, um, space heating is really kind of the biggest bang for your buck. Um, upgrading to a more efficient space heating um, source and um, is really a, a good opportunity to bring down some of those, those greenhouse gas emissions. Um, like I mentioned, again, with rising fuel prices, I think heat pumps are also becoming more of an interest. People are kind of trying to find ways to, to manage some of those costs in the long term. So, yeah, I think there's lots of scenarios where it can be a great choice for your home. So it's really great to see everybody talking about heat pumps all of a sudden like this, but it seems like there are still a lot of common misconceptions about heat pumps out there. Um, can you uh, explain a few of those for us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so heat pump technology has come a long way in the last few years. I think it's going to continue to advance and it, it's going to become more mainstream as, as more and more people adopt it. Um, there's definitely still a lot of lingering misconceptions. Um, a lot of people think, you know, it, it can't keep up in our cold Canadian winters and this is something for maybe the more temperate and the, the more mild climate. Um, we do find that the, the more the modern, new cold climate um, heat pump technology can comfortably heat your home when outdoor temperatures are as low as minus 25 degrees. Um, ground source and geothermal systems are, can operate comfortably at even lower temperatures. Um, there's also sort of this, this misconception that this is still like, you know, brand new cutting edge technology that nobody will know how to install or like you're not going to find a contractor to do this. But we are seeing more and more adoption of heat pumps and contractors, a lot of them are happy to sing their praises. And they're, I think a lot of people are starting to promote this. Um, so again, it's just about doing doing your homework and, and finding a contractor that's comfortable and, and knows how to, how to select a system that's the kind of the right fit for your home. Um, even once the system is installed, we we do hear from people that the because the air temperature coming out of your registers um, can be lower than for a furnace, people think that's sort of an indication that the system's not working or like it's not you know operating the way um, your furnace did. But it's actually kind of a lower and more steady heat um, as opposed to kind of the cycling of a furnace where it turns on and it turns off. 
um, that that is a heat pump working as intended. It's not it's not you know a broken system or anything like that. So um, just wanted to flag that one as well. That's interesting. So you won't have that variation in temperatures. Yeah, that's correct, and that's part of the the efficiency mechanism as well, where you have a lower and more steady heat. So, Sneo, you um, you provided us with a wealth of information, mm-hmm. a lot of information, actually. So if um, our listeners are like myself and maybe they want to dive more into this, are there any resources online on heat pumps that you would recommend, either from Natural Resources Canada or other trusted sources? Yeah, absolutely. So um, for a basic primer, um, I definitely recommend the NRCAN Heating and Cooling with a Heat Pump Guide. It's a really great um, document, has lots of visuals and um a good intro to sort of the basics of how heat pumps work and uh, the selection criteria that you may want to consider. Um, there's also lots of videos and tutorials on the on the NRCAN website as well that you can definitely take a look at. Um, your local utility or energy company likely has some great information and kind of steps you should take before purchasing and installing your system. So definitely important to start there. Um, for resources sort of closer to home for me, the Sustainable Technologies Evaluation Program that's based out of, out of Toronto has a really great library catalog of like case studies and um, features with real homeowners who've um, you know installed the system, kind of talking about their experiences. So I, I like looking through that as well. Um, yeah, lots of, I think this is kind of a growing conversation and I think there's lots of organizations that are really keen to share their, their wealth of knowledge. Perfect. Um, We'll make sure to add those links in the description of the podcast so people listening can just check them out and just click on them directly and head over to all those wonderful resources. Asnea, thank you so much for taking the time to come and chat with us today. Yeah, thank you for the great conversation. And I think I'm ready to go out and do some research of my own and maybe do some shopping now. So thanks to you. Great to hear it. Thank you so much for having me. That was a lot of information. I guess there really is a lot to consider when it comes to heat pumps. Mm-hmm, that is for sure. And it's a good thing Snea shared those resources with us. For those interested, we'll link to them in the episode description. You can also leave a review or share this episode. And if you share over Twitter, make sure to tag us at NRCANScience. And remember, Simply Science also has a website and a YouTube channel, which you should check out. We have in-depth articles of interest, videos that showcase the fascinating scientific work that we do at Natural Resources Canada. And you can find those links and all our social media channels listed in the episode description as well. Thank you, Barb. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Bye for now.